on today's episode had Ryan come on. Um, this was a fantastic chat, um, diving into uh, the spiral and feeling and emotions and all this kind of stuff. And a couple of months ago, I was um, fortunate enough to do the spiral with Ryan. So Ryan's a facilitator with doing the spiral and he does some other amazing things. So I highly suggest to check out all his social and all that, or even actually do an emotional clearing with him as well, which has um, had a lot of, I guess, profound effects on me this year, especially with going through, I guess, a lot of identity deaths, I would say, and then, you know, going through the tools and, you know, learning some of these, I guess, myself as well. And yeah, it was, you know, being him supporting me on this journey as well this year, so it's been fantastic. Probably mumbled up my words a little bit there, but Anyway, um, before we jump into today's episode, I am doing Reiki and Access Bars up on the sunny coast. I'm able to come to you and all that stuff. And if you wanted to book an appointment, head over to mitchellcrocker.com forward slash services. And I think that's really it. And we can jump into today's episode. So thanks again, guys. How's it going, man? Good, bro. Had a good day. But we're here. We're, we're ready to go. And uh, yeah, feeling feeling excited. I haven't done a podcast myself or been on one for a long time, so it's good. Good to be back in the game. <laughs> excited, man. Yeah, the same here. Like, been a big day. Like, even energetically and emotionally. But yeah, excited for this. So, but yeah. Um. So yeah, man. So a couple months ago, um, I did the spiral with you, the Integrative Warrior, which was uh, very much a big change for me a transformational so many different words I could use for it and that and yeah I would like to dive into that a bit in today's podcast as well but I think before we start off with sort of a touch space with you and heard a bit of your story so yeah so we'll do the um I guess quick version of how you got to where you are today and all the different stuff you learned and go from there cool <laughs> uh yeah well at this point in time i'm going through a <laughs> i guess you could say identity identity death and rebrand mm -hmm. so it's like well what part of me do i want to share <laughs> right now I feel that a lot too when it's on people ask me that question. I'm like, what part am I sharing today? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just, you know, if you're, you're committed to the work and evolving and feeling all your emotions and, mm. you know, transformation and just being more of yourself, it's like, well, if I share that piece, that's probably less myself than it was, <laughs> less myself now than it was back then. So it's, um, okay, we'll see. But. <laughs> um but yeah so i guess yeah you were talking you were talking about like reiki and um access bars i haven't done access bars but yeah i think i first originally started my journey with with reiki actually this was about uh four or four or five four or five years ago now so mm. long way back and um yeah I guess, you know, I got to a point, if I, go, if I go right back to the start of my journey in, in short, I got to a point in my life where I had to change in, in a big way or I would end up in jail. 
<laughs> so yeah, long story short, went through that whole experience, um, completely changed my life around. I got caught for drugs. So I basically had to just go sober, otherwise I would have, would have ended up in jail. Um, so committed to sobriety and then just started working on myself, unknowingly began to become an inspiration to the people around me. And then it's like, oh, I guess I'm a coach now. All right, cool. Interesting. <laughs> um, and that just, you know, led from one, one space to another, like um, coming out of the court case, all, all sweet, like slap on the wrist. You've been a good boy. Go on now. Um, but I guess, you know, a big, a big piece in that in, uh, me being able to make such big changes as I had, um, had done some Reiki healing, uh, on myself. So I had a, a friend of mine who I met at a festival when I first went sober, um, just like, there's one of those people that was like, I'd explain it as like a 70 year old in a 20 year old's body. Mm, I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. You know, just got like so much wisdom and you just like look at some people when you're like, I don't know what it is about this dude, but he's, I don't know, he's, he's different. <laughs> There's mm. something, that, something that I need from this guy mm -hmm. and um, ended up ex connecting and exchanging phone numbers and whatever else and found out that he does this Reiki healing thing. So, um, did the, did the course and, you know, received some, some healing and like so much, uh, I guess more of myself. I was like, Whoa, okay, this is real. Like what else is real and what else is not. So that was kind of my first, <laughs> awakening. I, I'm going to have to say, I relate to that. Cause at first, like, cause what you get told by other people, the mainstream, right. And you get sold this story and then you do it yourself and you're like, man, this is more real than I guess the things we get sold in the mainstream. And like, I feel alive from doing this stuff. hundred percent, man. Yeah, for sure. I felt more alive than I've ever felt. Uh, not only at the festival where I was like completely sober and I was like, whoa, I can feel this good and not have any yeah <laughs> i was gonna say i would like to the tap into that story because i've heard it and i think it's a, a you know fantastic piece to share sure <laughs> yeah 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 man so <clears throat> to dive to dive deeper into that i guess you know as, as i shared before <clears throat> i was you know doing drugs dealing going down i guess you could say the wrong entre entrepreneurial path <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, but still i guess similar values in a way where i valued freedom and you know doing what i want and you know having the money and freedom to basically live a, a good a great life uh, and having lots of fun and all that but not remembering too much of it <laughs> been there <laughs> um so that was that was a part of me you know as like doing drugs every, almost every weekend festivals festivals were my thing <clears throat> you know and always go to festivals to just get absolutely written off you know and and i guess to, for lack of a better word escape my reality you know what i mean like i was a mm -hmm. carpenter 
carpenter back then, so I'm a carpenter by trade. And um, I guess, yeah, you know, you get to the end of the week and you're like, all right, I'm either getting drunk or I'm getting fucked up or I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm doing this thing. It's like I got this weekend to like forget about how sad my life was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, I relate to this and a lot of levels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, and I guess, you know, you, you don't really know. Well, I didn't know that that life was sad or, mm. or whatever I can kind of claim that to be is it was just normal you know we Mm. didn't know anything else i didn't know anything else like oh you just go to work and then you have fun on the weekends and you work for the rest of your life and this is just it you're a carpenter and you swing hammers all day for the rest of your life it's like okay well i'm going to get fucked up on the weekend then (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so, you know, that went, went on for a while and, uh, yeah, started getting into dealing drugs and stuff because I didn't want to do carpentry anymore and, um, ended up getting busted, lost my license. Uh, so I moved down to Brisbane, actually moved down to Brisbane. Uh, the third day that I moved down to Brisbane was like kind of after the getaway from Cairns. So I was spending, I was living in Cairns. I was like, all right, I should probably let go of this life and just like go somewhere else and leave my shit here. <laughs> but I took my shit with me mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, emotionally and physically in the capsule form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's normally out. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, like the third day into getting a new job in Brisbane, um, and a new life, I suppose, I got busted. And within the space of a couple of days, I had um, lost my job, got busted. Um, within a couple of months after that, spent all my money um, and lost my license. So I, was, I was drinking and just doing stupid shit. I was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm going to jail. I'm just going to drink my sorrows away. And <laughs> <laughs> and then drive home like a dickhead. No, actually, I didn't drive home. <laughs> I didn't drive home. I was. I thought about it, then drove a little bit, and then fell asleep while the car was parked and got busted. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb. Anyway, I'm, I'm going on a long, a bit of a tangent here. That's but... all good. <laughs> um, but to, to fast forward, yeah, like I lost my license, lost my job, I was homeless, um, and there was just it was just a shit time, and and after about four or four months or so, I had to change and really do something, otherwise, you know, I would end up in jail and. And so, yeah, went, went sober and the first, you know, three weeks into that journey, I, I set myself a challenge for my willpower to like go to a festival and be sober. <laughs> That's, that is a big one, a big commitment, especially after all that. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. And, you know, I, I couldn't see, see it working any other way. It was like, well, mm. I'm going to do this. If, if I'm, I'm, I'm going to really do this, I'm going to go to this one place that I always 
undoubtedly get written off. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I'd been doing, you know, it was three weeks into that journey of sobriety and health and I was taking these um, new detox supplements and products and stuff and, and cleansing my body and you know all these all these different things and it was three weeks into that journey and I went to that festival that I was talking about and I just like being in the vibes the music uh the people uh and just being completely sober was such a really just an epic experience like something i've never experienced before and like i i actually felt higher than i'd ever felt in my whole life without drugs or alcohol (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and that was actually my my first spiritual awakening Mm. At, at that festival i was just like whoa if i can feel this good without any of that shit like i'm never and i'm never going to do drugs or alcohol ever again and that was actually my decision from that festival you know and yeah and that just started like that that new vibration that i felt uh, or experienced that i guess i could explain it as somewhat of a kundalini awakening or mm-hmm. It's just, I, f- I felt like a god. <laughs> what, how do I have all of this energy? This is crazy. Like, what? What is going on with me? Who am I? What am I? What are we? <laughs> and just that kind of triggered all of my questioning that we were talking about before. Of like, okay, if I can feel this good, then I don't need that. And then what else is real? And then oh, I met a Reiki healer and this guy that just like kind of waves his hands over my body and apparently can heal me like okay let's do it <laughs> whatever <laughs> it's quite like fascinating of what our bodies can do without having the outside like i guess help helpers and the like stage of consciousness you can reach with just like using your own resources or even just cleansing out your body of all the toxins that's inside 100% bro yeah, it's it's next level, and you know that my as I said, my first awakening was through health, and you know if we look at the world right now, the people mm. who are, I guess you could quote unquote not woke, <laughs> mm. to to what's actually going on are people that are really unhealthy and they they don't understand the the food and the chemicals and how it's grown, manufactured and processed and, you know, all these different things. And, you know, once I start to eat healthy and get more energy and clarity and, you know, you start to connect to highest sources of consciousness and all these different things. But if they don't, it's just cool. I'll just eat my Maccas every day and this is my life. Mm. I feel shit all the time. And they call it normal. Yeah, that's like the thing that I've been thinking into lately as well. And it's just like, like all this stuff that's coming up with me and doing like all this type of work and then looking in the way the world's working. And it's just like, because I see like with being a barber as well, you see it like every day and people just, it's just a normal thing to do. It's normal to feel like that. And then on some deep layer, you got to think like, it's just 
got to think it's like is there some conscious awareness that this isn't normal or or like feeling like this all the time mm. yeah and there isn't mm. yeah, yeah man. <laughs> there isn't until there is and mm. <laughs> you just gotta have those moments you know like you, you can swear black and blue that you know eating this food is going to make you feel better but until you're ready to receive it and go oh that may might, might feel better okay cool mm. <laughs> then it's not gonna happen yeah that's totally true because it's like i was listening to a video and it's just like it's someone's like i guess consciousness isn't ready to i guess if someone isn't on the fence they're not ready to you know what's the saying so if they're sitting on the fence you can actually like like spit facts at them and they'll actually probably jump over the fence. But if they're not even close to jumping over the fence, no matter how many facts or how good you can say you feel, they're just not ready to jump over. Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent, man. And, and I guess, you know, I, I was ready to fucking mm. that fence. It's like, okay, here's, here's the fence. Here's, here's jail. <laughs> here's me sitting on top of the fence and here's a, a new life that is not jail. <laughs> mm. so i was just basically open to anything you know like let's just do it let's go all the way in um and and then yeah it's like you're you're speaking about the the scale of consciousness and different levels of consciousness as well you know and i feel um that's where my journey with the spiral kind of tied mm. tied in because you know it wasn't until uh, about a year or maybe a couple of years after where I found like emotional clearing, uh, the spiral, um, David Hawkins, the scale of consciousness and all these different things that uh, it helped me to understand what was actually happening to me at, at that festival that day. Mm. You know, I was just on a, on a different frequency, like my body, the detoxing, the vibe that I was in, all these different things. I was on a higher frequency and that's just the truth of it. Um, and then, you know, knowing, you know, the different scales of consciousness, the different levels of consciousness on that scale and the different behaviors and patterns that people get stuck in on those different levels. It's like, Oh, okay. That was this level with shame. That was me. Like I mm. used shame and guilt and I used to do this and fuck myself up every weekend and then feel sorry about myself for it. And then not tell anyone that I slept with this girl because <laughs> whatever story, you know, it's just that, that, that mm -hmm. kind of level that, you know, it's, it's toxic in a way. And we just can't see past, you know, our own stuff. We can't see anything else. Mm -hmm. We, there, there's nothing, we're, we're just in the normal state of like, oh, this is, this is my life. You know, mm -hmm. There's no nothing different you know so um and then yeah just went down that whole route of clearing my shit <laughs> <laughs> and then life changed dramatically you know i manifested emma like all these different things started happening in my life and it was just crazy like what was happening you know each of the different weeks that i'd go through um what was coming up or what was what my law of law of attraction was reflecting to me so like 
you know, when we clear different emotions or like everything in our experience, whether we like it or not, is as a result of our law of attraction. Mm-hmm. That is so true. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, it's not just thoughts. It's like, oh, I'm going to think about this thing and it's going to come into my field. Like, yes, that's true to a degree, but what about all the emotional shit that's, that's actually creating mm. reality? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's like the big thing a lot of people like this is like what is stored in that subconscious mind or you know the unconscious or whatever you want to call it that is actually stopping you from like the very things that you want to do because the subconscious mind actually gets the gets the right of say before the conscious mind does 100% yeah it's it's almost like uh instinctual in a way um, mm-hmm. someone was giving me a transmission on like um martial arts the other day i think was daniel cumming in a, in a podcast that he did um and he was talking about uh there's this saying that if if you try and analyze like if i punch you and you analyze what your reaction is every time i'm going to hit you mm. <laughs> but if you trust your instincts you know there's so much more chance that you know, you'll be able to block it or move or whatever like that. And, you know, our body, our unconscious is so instinctual. Mm. Like, oh, this thing's happening. Oh, body does this. Or I do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, I do, yeah, 100%, man. And it's like, there was a situation which won't go into too much detail about it on here, but like, that's what, what my body did in a certain situation. And I've realized that awareness that, I haven't really transcended that part of me yet or sat with that part or I guess upgraded, I would say. And that's been something that I've been sitting with for the last week doing clearings around, you know, and holding space for it. So then next time a situation like that comes up again, that I'm on a different vibration, different level can approach it in a different way. Mm -hmm. And and that's what I think self-awareness is so important in those moments. 100%. 100% man and and I guess you know the, the self the self-awareness is also uh can be influenced by mm-hmm. the conditioning in the body as well yes yeah <laughs> that, that is true <laughs> like uh I've seen, I've seen a post a little while back where this guy is like I I know because I know and I trust that I know from my intuition or I don't know exactly what it was but then I was like but then you got to know the difference between intuition and emotional conditioning. <laughs> mm. That's yeah. Cause that's one of the dudes I look up to Maston Kip. That's something his, he says you like, you can't really trust your intuition until you start doing trauma work <laughs> and working through your trauma levels. Otherwise your intuition is not going to be accurate or it's going to be based from your trauma, past trauma experiences. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I feel that there is ways that you can bypass it, like mm. uh, kinesiology and you know, mm. different other ways where, which is, you know, based on, on the spiral kinesiology, mm. is like the main kind of um, modality or tool for, for clearing. Um, but, you know, so I was saying, I've been teaching, um, teaching a couple of people for the integrated leader training that's coming up soon. Mm. And he started practicing with some clearing and stuff like that. And he's like, 
holy shit, man, like my worldview is completely shifted. I'm going through like so much stuff. I don't know what to do with myself and just kind of getting it, getting a bit lost in it. And mm. it's like, you know, even when we're doing muscle testing or using kinesiology, it's never absolute, mm. you know, your, your intuition or your ability to muscle test is also, uh, calibrated to truth, meaning your level of emotional conditioning in your body is going to be able to test things to a certain degree or a certain level of accuracy until you've cleared that stuff, you know, and, and it's the same goes with intuition and, you know, it, it is very intuitive process as well. Like you're using your body to tune into the other person's body, which can be, and that's, I guess, kind of what intuition is. It's like when you're not using the tools, mm. when you're with someone, it's like, oh, I can, I can feel something that my intuition is telling me that they're angry because they're trying to punch me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's obvious, but like, you know, you can, you can feel it before things happen and that's the intuition. But in some degree, if you go on to a deeper level as well, it's like, well, I can see this happening consciously, but is this experience, has this experience been attracted to me? Mm, that's a really big piece there. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it's, and it's true. There's, there's been so many different experiences, like everything, everything that we experience in our life is from our law of attraction, our soul condition, our level of emotional conditioning, um, whatever, whatever you want to call it. And if we want to take full self-responsibility of that, that's where the power comes. But it's like, oh, that happened because of this person did this and that person was angry and this person crashed into my car with my baby in the back. <laughs> it's like, that, that actually happened to me like a couple of weeks ago, you know, and it's, and you can, you can go into blame and be like, oh, these stupid Californian tourists don't know the road, road rules and just like rammed into me and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, well, hang on. Like, why did, why did I attract this? Why did we attract this? Mm -hmm. what fears or emotions have we not dealt with for our law of attraction to be like, hey, you got to look at this thing. <laughs> yeah because it's like um what's the saying um by peter chromeson i really locked up to it's like life will present you as situate circumstances and people to reveal where you're not free yeah 100 percent. yeah man and yeah it's it takes a high level of self-responsibility to to own that and you know for, for me as well and for, for Emma and myself, it, it really showed us um, our, our own fear of death. Mm. We, we traveled some big shit this, that week, you know, there was suicidal thoughts. There was like my grandma passed the, the week the, on Thursday a couple of weeks ago and there was just so much, so much death, you know, and we literally just got off the airport driving home and mum picked us up and then poof, Mm. what what the hell and you know then 
and journeying what we journeyed and realizing, yeah, it was it was our fear of death, our fear of losing Willow, our fear of whatever else was there around that experience that was like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna <laughs> run into you randomly, you know? It's it's crazy, it's surprising, it's also not surprising, but <laughs> it's just mental. It's like the law of polarities. It's like it's both at the same time. It's surprising that happened, but then when you actually sit down and reflect on it, it's like, hey, it's actually not that surprising <laughs> that came up. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 100% man and yeah it's it's like I continuously I'm surprised at how not surprised I am for surprising things happening <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to agree with that man because it's like <laughs> like with the I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna yeah with the week I've had I've sat back and thought about it I'm like huh this is why this has come up in like certain things and that and i was like oh okay this actually really makes a lot of sense because i haven't really dealt with this like properly i've kind of skimmed over it and now i'm like full immersed in it and i'm like okay now i'm dealing with it properly now mm. so then this doesn't come up again <laughs> or you know a different level of it 100 100 percent, bro and you know that's that's exactly what happens too you know if we don't take self-responsibility for it of our law of attraction bringing us this experience or these emotions or this person that just keeps hitting us in the face and we tell them not to and they keep hitting us in the face it's like <laughs> <laughs> well what have you not dealt with that's that that's keep keeping on happening or what have you not said or what have you not healed for it to keep on happening you know and, and that's what the law of attraction will do and keep doing it's just like the universe goes Doosh! you learnt yet you learnt yet yet. oh here's a really big one it's what's the saying it's like uh feather bricks and trucks i've heard that one (laughs) so yeah so it's like it starts with like a feather so a little like tickle then it comes a brick and it's like oh that kind of hurt and then it's like if you don't like learn after then the truck comes in and just knocks you right over (laughs) (laughs) yeah man yeah, it's so, so true. So true. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess how we got onto that, that little tangent was like the, the clearing through the mm. spiral, you know, it's mm. like there's, there's different themes through the spiral. There's like worthiness and creativity mm. and personal power and love and openness and expression, vision, spirituality, high states of consciousness, like the whole chakra system, you know, and what was really uh and i'm sure you can resonate with with this as well like we'll be going through a specific week whether it be worthiness or wealth or shame guilt or you know whatever it was and it's like that week of integration it's like oh here's all the places in my life where i've made decisions from not being worthy yeah yeah and that week oh the biggest week for me was around the heart chakra and i'd sat back and i looked at things and i was like holy crap man because i like i you know post a lot about self-love like in that and then i realized that i never actually received love so like how could i actually you know love myself if i can't let anyone in and that was like the biggest thing with that week is like wow and sat back with that and then you know 
I guess, integrated that experience as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a big week for you, actually. I remember that. <laughs> it was quite funny because I remember that week too and everyone got sick the first two weeks and then I got sick the day before the hard tracker. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Mm. But yeah, it's, it's just, it's crazy. Like, mm. I'm, like I said before, I'm continuously surprised at how not surprised I am with things that happen within the vortex of the spiral <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah do you have any other, anything else to ask on on that or i was gonna um just for our listeners uh, for my listeners um just to break down the spiral a little bit as well and through the modalities in it and the combinations and that yeah sure um so in short i feel the spiral is probably the most potent and structured integral modalities that are out there at the moment. Um, and integral meaning that it's, um, the focus on the whole being, it's not just like, Oh, let's, you know, let's go and open your heart or let's, you know, work on your sexuality or let's go and, you know, start, calling in your guides and your intuition and what, whatever else it's like, let's do all of that. Mm. Um, and you know, in ways I don't feel there we can fully access our whole self unless we, unless we do that and, mm. and the clearing on all the different, on all the different levels. Like I kind of give this analogy quite a lot of like this hose with seven golf balls in it. And if you, you clear one little golf ball out, the, the water still can't run through it. You know, you got to do the whole lot before the, before, you know, the energy starts actually running through your body and you can become in alignment. Um, and so, yeah, the, the spiral is based on uh, kinesiology, NLP, um, different ideologies, which is like spiral dynamics and also the, the scale of consciousness. And so those, those three things just kind of merged together to create this, this map, this modality that is the spiral. And yeah, it's, it's basically clearing your relationship to each of the most prominent emotions that stop us from being ourself. Mm. Uh, and also, um, if you look at it through the scale of consciousness, it's like basically our whole being like the chakra system. And then you've got the scale of consciousness, which have very, uh, a lot of, a lot of different, uh, similarities and they just kind of piece together. So it's like, okay, well, this and this and shame and guilt and dogma are on the first level <laughs> that makes sense because, you know, in the base chakra, it's like worthiness, <laughs> it's security, it's, it's fear in a way it's like being grounded to the earth and then you know up onto the higher levels of the heart and stuff like that so yeah it's it's really about just pulling out the roots of the shit that you've not felt and not been able to feel to allow you to feel 
the actual emotion itself and process through what's what's there you know what i mean so it's mm. like you know if you've got fear for example like you can peel off a few layers and i uh, get fear of fear of like being in a relationship or fear of making money or fear of whatever whatever else it is but it's kind of like you're going right down to the core of that thing of mm. when you first experienced fear and the three prominent emotions that were suppressed on top of or underneath that fear that stops you from actually feeling fear fully and being able to process it and you know not getting stuck in it and like or paralyzed and being like oh fuck i'm feeling fear i can't do anything I'm, you know what i mean it's just yeah like, okay it's, it's it's here i can feel it i can move through it and now i can go get shit done or love for example it's it's kind of like the instinctual thing comes up again with our body it's like oh this person is really really amazing and they're they're like no one i've ever experienced before but oh oh shit hang on no that's a bit too much i'm just gonna like not text him for a few days or like <laughs> yeah <laughs> well whatever the story is you know mm. but, um but yeah just really just allowing ourselves to feel our emotions really you know at, at the core of it and you know I've, I've said this so many times i, I wish if i had a, a megaphone or like a, a post to that 8 billion people saw be like just feel your emotions <laughs> and everything in your life will change <laughs> it's so true man it's so true and like that's something i like to talk about as well it's like you know creating emotional freedom is actually just feeling into your emotions and allowing the process through and then you're less likely to have shadow parts of yourself show up as well in situations because you haven't tried to suppress that emotions you've dealt with it in the moment they've come up and what was a really funny um, scientific study is that emotions only last 90 seconds in the body, but it's the thought process that continues it playing on and on and on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hear that, bro. And, and that's, I, I guess, um, that's, that's where the mindset piece and that's where I, I really get triggered. Uh, not so much triggered, but I'm just like seeing people in the, in the mindset realm. This is nothing against mindset either. Cause it's, it's a beautiful tool and you know having a, an, a strong mindset and the ability to control your emotions is can be a good thing from where you were before whether it's you know depression or like deep anxiety or you know being controlled by our emotions <laughs> opposed to then controlling our emotions mm -hmm. but even in the the mindset and the the controlling of the emotions is still just a band-aid you know mm. it's, it's not actually getting to the core of why we need mindset in the first place <laughs> i 100 percent agree with that man because i that's because something i you know call myself as a mindset coach and i sat back with it i'm like um, is it really mindset because it's a body that tells the mind what to think mm. i'm like mindset's probably this you know the small part of it and that's why I'm like, hey, it's probably something else bigger than mindset. And 
and that's why I've kind of like taken that a label away a little bit from myself as well because it's like no I'm teaching people to feel emotions and create emotional feelings so then they can change their mindset and that it's not until you feel your emotions you can't change your mindset 100% yeah man and and to add to add to that it's like emotions come up and then you know the the mindset is like okay i'm just gonna trick myself out of it i'm gonna i'm gonna mind mindset my way out of feeling this emotion but then what happens is it just it takes so much mental energy like when this emotion comes up every single time it's like oh okay i'm gonna switch that or i'm gonna change my beliefs or i'm gonna focus on what i want rather than feeling this emotion (laughs) (laughs) and it's so funny with that too because that emotion comes up because like emotions are like water the more you push it down the harder it likes to push up (laughs) yeah true (laughs) 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 yeah it's just like (laughs) and they keep trying to find a bigger lid and i'm like dude it's just not gonna work (laughs) yeah 100 percent, man 100 percent um so yeah, I think that's that's going to be you know more of what I bring forward, and mm. I'm aware that it's going to trigger people. But mm. I'm okay with that. Mm. It's it's just yeah, I like people just need to feel and and be okay with feeling their emotions, whether that's a day or two weeks, like I did, you know, about a, a few days ago. You know what I mean? It's just mm. like this is here and I get to just be in it and that's okay. However long it takes. And like you Mm. said before, it's like that level of presence or willingness to be with yourself. It actually moves through your body quicker than you think. Mm. Yeah. And it's also like finding like this is like very hard for a lot of people to comprehend it's finding joy in those moments too because as a human being you get to experience that stuff because then you know the highs feel even better and going to the lows it's like okay this is cool i get to feel these emotions how cool is it to be human and experience (laughs) this stuff (laughs) yeah i hear you that's easier said than done 100 percent man (laughs) Because when you're going through it and you're like, why the fuck? <laughs> yeah. uh, so interesting you say that actually, because I'm, I'm going back through the spiral again um, at the moment and I'm at level seven, which is joy, mm. um, peace, joy, enlightenment and purpose. And yeah, I'd been traveling that piece myself. I was like, how can I just fucking love myself? And, you know, I've been working on this for like the last few months, which is uh, this definition of, of humility that I've um, embodied and continued to is like the the passionate desire to feel all of your emotions. Mm. And I, I do have that, but it's, you know, even in the experience that I've had the other day, it's like, you know, where we're always feeling we're always going into it we're always leaning into it and and it gets to those points where you're like i just i'm fucking done with leaning into it right now like ah, i don't want to do this and then realizing well the only way 
that I'm going to get through this is leaning in again. Mm. <laughs> and so it's just like being okay to be in your shit and love it. <laughs> it's just like loving that shit and turning it to gold, whatever you want to turn it into. Cause it's like, what's it? What's the saying? It's like with like, you know, gardening and gardening and that it's like, you know, you use fertilizer, which is shit. If you love it, nurture it, it turns to a plant, a golden, you know, plant kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, man, hundred um, percent. I just, I just had this visual of like spray painting a turd gold. <laughs> I just popped in my head too. Then <laughs> I love my shit. <laughs> That's actually a pretty cool painting. Just up on the wall, nice golden shit, and it's just like a, I love my shit. <laughs> And it makes me human and, and mm. you know, a, a turd is also like the perfect representation that I'm human. Everyone shits. <laughs> <laughs> I just love mine and that's okay. Hundred <laughs> percent, man. Mm. But yeah, um, before I wrap it up on this last question, man, um, what are this i guess some pointers for today to help people to feel into their emotions and that so like maybe like three pointers just so so they can go away with something sure okay yeah it feels feels like it's kind of turning into like a little meditation in a way Mm, yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's the way i'm feeling too (laughs) yeah that's the best way to kind of to digest it it's like oh you could do this this and that but it you know unless you're guided through it you won't be able to understand and, and experience it um so yeah just just a really simple practice you can just you know close down your eyes and literally you know just focus your awareness on your body and like ask yourself what what am i feeling right now and you know not judging what's there uh, whether it's a feeling of anxiety whether it's like tension or uh or pains because all all pains as well are what's the word i'm looking for uh caused by emotions as well and so really it's just closing down slowing down tuning in with your breath and just taking taking a few breaths and just breathing in slowly into your into your body and take another breath in and with sound Literally just taking another one last deep breath and just sighing out any tension or pain or resistance in your body just through your breath. Mm. And that's, it's, it's as simple as that really. Uh, but then, you know, to go on a deeper level, it's just asking yourself, okay, what, what am I feeling today? Oh, it's, it's shame or I'm feeling anxious or I'm feeling guilt or anger or or whatever it is and then it's like okay where is this in my body 
Mm. And then, okay, well, it's, it's coming up in my back or in my neck or in my throat. Something I didn't say and I'm angry that I didn't say it. And, and then it literally you can take 22 breaths. So literally you're, you're breathing, finding those spaces of tension in your body or resistance or where the emotion is in your body and then breathe into it. Like bringing conscious breath literally into that space, into your throat. <sighs> and just starting to make the sound of the emotion. That's another important thing to do as well. Like some people have, have trouble to, to access their emotion, but something that's really powerful is to, to make the sound of the emotion and not get it in your head about it, but just be like, okay, if I'm going to sound th through grief, if I'm feeling grief, for example, it might sound like, uh, or if I'm angry, I'll breathe and be like, uh, or if I'm anxious, uh, and literally like, mm. if we go back to the scale of consciousness again, each or each different emotion has a different frequency and frequency is sound. Mm -hmm. Right. And so if we can just ask ourselves, okay, what am I feeling? Where is it on my, in my body? Breathe into it. And what does it sound like? And just, and just trust your body to make that sound and just keep breathing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you know it, it'll just it'll just come and you know, that's great practice just there mm. simple easy three steps <laughs> what am i feeling where am i feeling it in my body and what's the sound i need to make to feel that emotion and using your breath sound movement stretching and it really just comes down to the body awareness um, and asking your body, like, what does my body need? What is, what do, what have I avoided feeling? What does my body need to feel right now? Ah, mm. oh, and then you'll probably notice, oh shit, ah, there's something in my neck. Oh shit. Oh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And, and mm. that's what kinesiology is based on and, and muscle testing is based on is like, the body and mm. it's a, it's a map to uh, a map or a, a guidance system to read the body more effectively. So, yeah. Yeah. I love that, man. The simplicity of it. It's something uh, I even do myself on a daily basis as well. Just sit in it's like, what am I feeling today? And it's like, even what I need at times as well. And you know, just sitting, you know, breathing into that emotion, feeling into it and just bringing awareness to it and then also making sound as well, which I actually quite enjoy doing now. <laughs> yeah. Epic, man. Mm. 
it's powerful stuff. Like you, mm. you don't need to be a master emotional coach to be able to do this. Like everyone mm. can do this if they have the willingness to feel and you know create a new life and have more energy. You know, feel more love. Feel more confident. Feel whatever they want to feel that they haven't been able to feel because they're not feeling. Mm. Hundred percent, man. <laughs> I love that. I really do. Awesome. But yeah, man. Um, wrap it up on this question. What is the legacy you want to create? A million integrated men mm. that are connected to their emotions, connected to their sexuality, to money, to making impact, to being present men, to being present fathers, and you know, the, the question that like is facilitating everything that I do for myself right now is like, for me now as a father, it's, it's how can I be a present integrated loving father and lover as well as being a visionary leader of the planet, you know, and Mm -hmm. To, to bring it back to the simplicity of of that it's just getting people to feel their emotions <laughs> really of course that there, there is there, there's two ways to look at it I, I received on a um, podcast with Daniel Cumming and Dane Thomas that I listened to yesterday and it's like there's two ways we can look at personal development or self-development and how we want to improve ourselves is like Either is it a block or is, is it emotional conditioning that I need to clear or is it a skill or something I need to cultivate to be able to do that thing? Mm. So it's, that's a big thing. Yeah. Um, did that answer your question? Yeah, it did, man. <laughs> Perfectly, bro. Like, uh, yeah, I love it, man. It's really feeling into it we do need it more than ever that kind of work just especially men feeling into their emotions that's something i see on a daily basis for being a barber is that a lot of men just don't it's just you know the numbness i'm good and that's it and how it's like how can we be role models to the next generation when we can't even show up for ourselves or feel our emotions and that and be the inspiring leaders that we want to be because otherwise we're doing it out of fear and suppression and that when we feel into it we can feel into a heart space and be heartfelt leaders mm-hmm. yeah 100 percent, man mm-hmm. and and i guess you know that to go back into like the men's work piece and like the men feeling their emotions and you know the, a big big legacy piece for me right now is like look at the state of the world Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know a big the cause and if we go back to the law of attraction as well and what's happening let's say with like the the government and uh, the elite and control corruption like this power over or like this taking over energy is all related to and is being recreated like the world we're living in is being recreated by the emotions that 
mostly men, but also like the the relationship to the masculine energy, like mm-hmm. the dark, the dark. I guess you could say the dark masculine energy, which seeks to control, that wants to take over, that wants to dominate, that wants to, um, that doesn't give a fuck about femininity or the earth or whatever that is. But a big piece of that on a global level, what's recreating and continuing to recreate this happening is people not wanting to feel their emotions around their dad and the relationship that they've had with their dads generationally you know all the way back to when all this fucking shit began (laughs) (laughs) you know and you know that's that's really my point of focus right now is that i feel on a causal level that is what's happening that's why the world is the why the way it is and and i feel why so many men who are coaches and leaders right now who weren't doing men's work are being called to it in mm-hmm. a big in a big way and yeah that's just the work that i'm committed to and and now being a dad myself you know it's just kind of it's taking it to a whole new level I, I can't help but deal with my dad shit or anything that I haven't dealt with because I am one now and I don't want that to be in my in my daughter you know and I want that to be a reality for so many men out there and you know creating present fathers you know like the life that I'm living now with my with my baby and my partner like I've only had one day because I had to be helping my family with a funeral away from Willow since her birth. Like I've been there for almost every single moment. And a lot of men don't get to experience that. And, and to a degree, I feel that's how the world's ended up the way that it has. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, do agree with that 100% actually probably 200% even further that is so true mm. in that because it's like we get even with um I guess you know females as well like parents get taken away from the children so early to go back to work can't spend as much time with them especially for the first seven years which is the foundational points yeah. of anyone's life 100% man mm. And yeah, it's not just present fathers, it's mm. present mothers too. It's, mm. um, yeah, little little plug, I'm starting a podcast as well called um, Guardians <laughs> of Evolution. Yeah. Right? And, you know, that's that's what, what all of what I've just shared. That's, mm. that's what I'm bringing forth, like how to be a present, integrated parent as well as a visionary leader of this planet. Um, so that excites me. <laughs> i'm feeling excited now yeah i feel excited too i've even got like a bit of goosebumps and that but yeah man um gonna have to say a big thank you for coming on as well it resonated a lot with what you said and a big thank you to what you're doing to help this world as well 
Like, I don't think words can explain the gratitude I have towards that in any other way, because it is a huge part. I'm, I see it too. And I'm glad I'm the only one that sees it in that way. So massive thank you, man. And thanks for coming on too. Thank you so much, bro. Thank you for having me. And yeah, thank you for any of the listeners who stayed, stayed with us and yeah, just received this. Um, yeah, really appreciate it. And um, I hope you took something from to, took something from it. <laughs> definitely a lot of juicy bits, but thanks again, man. No worries. Cheers for tuning in today's podcast today, guys. Um, if you think anyone would get any value from it, share with a friend or a family member or anything like that. Um, let us know what you think in the comment section below or through social media or anything like that. Um, also, too, now that I'm now qualified to do access bars and Reiki. So um, if you are up on the sunny coast, um, feel free to reach out for a session. I'll have all this stuff linked up on my website soon, shortly. And yeah, but other than that, hope you enjoyed today's episode and cheers for all the support.